0: No secrets on when we're starting this time. Right now? Yep. Okay, so for all of you who missed it, uh it's time to talk about a book I really don't like. Cause it sucks. It's the second book in from blood and ash. Do 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 that's what she said. That's that is what I said. Fuck this book. <laughs> Anyways <laughs> <laughs> And that's the intro, at the end. <laughs> That's all you need to know. That's, 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 a, that's what's called a bottom line up front, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Welcome back. We've had a short hiatus. here Here, everything but the book. Um. On a, on a good note, I figured out what to wear for podcasting to make my voice sound better, because I always have a hard time with the microphone. <laughs> Turns out it's a hoodie with strings. I put the microphone on the string, and you guys are perfectly nestled right there. <coughs> you hear my beautiful, <laughs> melodic voice.
1: I'm really glad you figured this out. Thank you. Is Alyssa it... showed up
0: in all <laughs> black today, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> look at you, little Mr. Sasset. <laughs> Channeling wifey and Edge, as you know.
1: Yeah. For the record, you don't normally wear all black, that's why. I thought it was I notable.
0: I didn't realize it was mostly about the comfy leggings.
1: They do look comfy. Uh, and they have the pockets. Are it, these the it, same
0: ones that I say that I like? Yes. These ones, yes. EWU from Amazon. I Also, realize now that you say that, you I mean, I'm me. also wearing a black shirt. You, I, 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 not planned. See? Not planned. All black. Meanwhile. Sarah's got the most colorful <laughs> pants I've ever seen in my goddamn life. <laughs> The person who typically,
1: exclusively (laughs) wears
0: black and gray is wearing very flowery pants. They look soft. They have, like, bell bottoms. They're fucking cute. They're from Walmart. Don't touch it. So, wait. What? We're like the sunshine, grumpy trope. (gasps) Wait,
1: how are you the grumpy one? That's (laughs) That's <laughs> so not accurate.
0: <laughs> yeah, now we're At the two yes. friends that
1: dress goth and flower power girl. <laughs> yeah. Alyssa's a beatnik, and I'm a hippie today. Correct. So, watch out, San Francisco. Here we come. Um, Alyssa, you mentioned it in the intro song that you gave us, which is beautiful, thank you. Thank you. But today, we're talking about... Jennifer L. Armentrout's A Kingdom of Flesh and Fire.
0: I would say that we're not going to be, like, talking about it, more, like, ranting about it. Yeah, I'd say that's an accurate assessment. We discussed a little bit
1: today on how the format of our podcast is typically... We will recap every detail of the entire book, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about it just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we're going to try something different today. Yes. And of course, we welcome any and all criticism or comments about it. yeah,
0: please. Probably won't listen to them, but <laughs> At least I'll, you tried. At least I'll, you can sleep better. And I, now yeah. I mean you tried.
1: I'll read them all and no matter how mean you are, I will appreciate that you took time out of your day to give us feedback.
0: And then also so internalize so it for years to come.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, it's gonna leave trauma. Just because I said I wouldn't take it into consideration doesn't mean it's not gonna have an effect on me. That
0: goes without saying. Obviously, sorry. Of course. My bad.
1: <laughs> so, um, typically, Alyssa will start us off with a non-spoiler summary of the book. Yeah. Instead. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. We normally do those things. We're gonna read you the good <laughs> Because <laughs> this was an intentional choice. I knew we were gonna record at some point this weekend, and I decided... You know what? No. I am not writing a recap for this book because I absolutely hated it. With that, Sarah, please do just the Goodreads review.
1: I'm proud of you, first of all. Alright. I'm putting the microphone really close to my mouth, so I hope it works. <coughs> <laughs> a Kingdom of Flesh and Fire. Blood and Ash, number two. By Jennifer L. Armentrout, Who's a verified Goodreads author. Oh, yeah. A Betrayal. <gasps> Everything Poppy has ever believed is a lie. What? Including the man she was falling in love with. <gasps> Thrust among those who see her as a symbol mm. of a monstrous kingdom, she barely knows who she is without the veil of the maiden, capital M. Oh. But what she does know is that nothing is as dangerous to her as him. Ugh. The Dark One. Ugh. The Prince of Atlantia. Ugh. He wants her to fight him, and that's one order she's more than happy to obey. stand stab. He may have taken her in more ways than one, Ugh. but he will never have her. Ugh. A choice. Oh, that's right. This the fucking... <laughs> Castile Deneer is known by many names and many faces. His lies are seductive as his touch. His truth is... What? Yeah, I, well, I should have read that. I'm I should have read through this beforehand, <laughs> if I'm being honest. <clears throat> Keep going. His truth's as sensual as his bite. Poppy knows better than to trust him. He needs her alive, healthy, and whole to achieve his goals. Yes. But he's the only way for her to get what she wants, to find her brother Ian and to see for herself if he has become a soulless ascended. Capital A. Working with Castile instead of against him presents its own risks. He still tempts her with every breath, offering up all she's ever wanted. Minus her brother, apparently. Apparently. Castile has plans for her. Ones that could expose her to unimaginable pleasure and unfathomable pain. What the fuck? (laughs) Plans. (laughs) Plans that will force her to look beyond everything she thought she knew about herself. About him. Plans that could bind their lives together. In unexpected ways that neither kingdom is prepared for. And she's far too reckless, too hungry, to resist the temptation we still have more to go! This is fucking um, long as shit! Uh la 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 la. Unrest is growing in Atlantia. Descenders, <laughs> one are dead. Wolven are growing more unpredictable. Abilities, oh, yeah. Atlanteans, la, la la la. The earth begins to shake. Hello. And a resand
0: into the chat. <laughs> and the skies start to bleed. It may already be too late. La 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 la. Okay, so now after hearing all of that, maybe I should have written a non-spoiler summary so we wouldn't have to listen to all that shit.
1: Wow, I thought I did a good job, but... No, gonna, you did a great job. No, I'll go
0: fuck myself, thank you. But good lord this is a lot to read
1: um okay the average goodreads uh rating for this book do you want to guess what it is
0: fucking
1: 4. 8. Bro, 4. 4.8 bro 4.48 damn it so close you were so close
0: I'm, and 5. you
1: were so close i'm gonna say that you got it oh, thank you. uh so 4.48 which is high for goodreads if you're not on goodreads please get on it we are be our friends. Yeah. I go through and like stuff.
0: Alyssa likes everything. I do. I, it's crazy. And I genuinely like it too. I'm like, ah, my friends are reading. Ah." Yeah, getting Goodreads notifications is like a drill. It's so superior
1: to other social media. I would agree.
0: It's like a reward. It's
1: like a reward. <laughs> <laughs> um It has 122,493 ratings and 12,817 reviews. One of those, did you write on this on Goodreads?
0: Oh, wait. I don't, don't even know if I did. No, I didn't because I haven't even marked it as read oh, on shit. here. I wonder if Maybe. I have. Let's see. Let's see when I
1: really thought of this book. She yeah said she doesn't like it but I'd probably
0: give it a fucking 3. I'm an idiot. I want to give it like a 1.5. Oh, see you were I was a fool. I'm going to find you.
1: Anyways, so this book is pretty well reviewed. Yeah. It's still got a 4.48 on Goodreads and pretty well liked. I mean, in case you missed our last episode yeah, from one lash is a really popular series. It's like the number 1 best-selling series of 2020 or something like that. Mm-hmm. People freaking love it. I don't know why I'm still holding I don't know. the not <laughs> I'm
0: watching Sarah. That's to my mouth. Hold it with tiny hands. <laughs> wow, you call my hands tiny? No, you're doing tiny hands. Shut wow. up. You don't want to Wow. Hand. Okay. Alyssa, let's see what you rated. It's
1: book. Oh, wait. This is going to take me forever to find. Never mind. I'll find it. Anyways, let's continue, shall we? I'm super sorry. Anyways. Yeah. Overall. Overall. As you can most likely tell. If you have listened this far. <laughs> we weren't huge fans of this book. No. so why were you not a big fan of this book?
0: I absolutely hated this. It's... It kind of falls under the miscommunication trope. But it's it's when two characters like each other and like acknowledge their feelings, but then the, what did I rate it as? Was I st- oh I rated it as a two? Good for Liz. <laughs> Good I'm job. Proud of me. I don't normally do that. I feel really bad about writing things. You a didn't low. write
1: anything, but you rated it two stars,
0: which is like very very low for you. Very low for me. Yeah, that's like a one in my in my terms because I don't think I can ever give something a one.
1: It's on your bookshelf. TikTok made me read it. <laughs>
0: Accurate. <laughs> but, sorry, uh, back to it. It was, it's when those characters have feelings for each other, they like each other, but they don't communicate that to each other. But in this instance, for this book, it was rather annoying because Poppy was like, I like him, but I don't actually want to let him know that I like him, so I'm going to pretend. Everything is a pretend. And I'm like, what, what are we doing here? And about... 450 pages out of this like 600 page book is them both being like my f- we can just pretend to be lovers pretend to be this couple pretend 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 i'm like just call it like it is you idiot. It's, i don't know that made me super uncomfortable to like watch to read because they're both just not being who they should be i guess i don't know if that makes any sense
1: it does. It's kind of like in contemporary romance, the fake dating trope,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is where oh, let's pretend to date to go to my sister's wedding, or let's pretend to date to, etc. etc. Yeah, it's like that, excepting a contemporary romance book that lasts for all of what a few chapters, and it's funny, and there's oh, ha ha ha, hilarious misunderstandings, and this, that, and the other. At least I assume I don't read contemporary romance.
0: Or they <laughs> fall in love. I mean, even like the weirdo books I've been reading. Like, this last one, the Duke of Manhattan, he had to get married in order to, like, save his business, his family business, otherwise so his relative was gonna, like, take over or whatever, we didn't want that, so he, like, ended up proposing to this other lady, because she's also in business, and they wanted a deal, and, like, he was gonna help buy out loans so she wasn't gonna go bankrupt, and they got married. And then by the end of it, they were, like, in love, and, like, they talked about all their differences and, like, all this other stuff, but it wasn't
1: but they were talking. But they were talking. They were
0: talking to each other. And that was not happening in this book. Not at all.
1: And you brought up the word, oh, let's pretend to do this. That's how they talk about it in the book. Correct. They're like, let's pretend to be in love, even though they very clearly... Love each other. ...have feelings for each other. They're like, oh, let's... Yeah. Not to belabor the points that you've already made, but it's so freaking annoying because when you're doing, like, the fake dating trope... It, you can only make it last for so long mm-hmm. before something else has to happen. They have to break up. They have to get together. Something has to happen, right? Right. One has to get jealous of the other. Mm-hmm. That's not happening in this book. There was no jealousy Hundreds and point. hundreds and hundreds of pages of just, I think I'm starting to like him, but, but I, have I have to pretend. pretend. Jinx. <laughs> and same thing with
0: Castile. Which is crazy, because he's written off as such as like this machismo character, but yeah, he's doing this, this shit.
1: This rake, yes, yeah,
0: the roguish rake, the
1: roguish rake. That's mm-hmm. him. It, yeah, yeah. <clears> oh, <throat> of course. It also leads into a kind of the same issue I had with the previous book and the first from Blood and Ash oh, is yeah. that I didn't feel like there was a huge amount of blatant consent. In their relationship when the relationship turns sexual mm-hmm.
0: and in this book that weird. just kind of seemed to continue yes and i actually picked up on it i didn't see it as much as in the first one i think cause, because i was like enamored with it because i really right. liked i really liked the idea of those two characters getting and together. she writes she writes a good smut scene she writes a good smut but scene. I'll, i will give credit where credit's due but it was more apparent in this book that it was not as, like, even when they were pretending and obviously they had feelings for each other, it still wasn't, like, true consent, and I think that's what made me feel weird about this book. There's a lack of honesty. Yeah. And that really rubs me the wrong way.
1: Uh-huh. <sighs> well, anyways. What actually happened in this book? Can I be <laughs> honest with you?
0: Uh-huh.
1: I know, like, two things that happened in this
0: book. I remember, like, she, I swear, Jennifer L. Armertrout knows that knows how to write a book, a huge book and keep us, get us in the beginning, kill us in, like, the middle, half, third, whatever it is, and then pick it right back, at, back up at the end.
1: Give them some slack and reel them in. He Give them some slack, slack or reel them in. in.
0: <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Hunchback. Um, but the first part of the book was actually really cool because Poppy ends up getting kidnapped by the Ascended people, and then we get t- to a point where, obviously, Castile's going to come for her and, like, rescue her. But then this is where I was like super excited and then nothing fucking happened about it ever again and i a pissed.
1: Well there was like the fight scene, right? Don't they come after her?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: her blood gets spilt and then a fucking blood tree grows. Yes. And that's I was where like, they yes. get married they get married in this book. They we're get sitting married here in like nothing book. happened. They get they literally get married the, in this book. It's
0: like towards the end. It's not even in the middle. It is after they kinda say
1: that this is gonna be for real. Yes. They do finally get there. It's where they're like Forever. Let's be honest here. Um, finally.
0: I'm like, Yes! It's happening. Yeah, it's about damn time. Jesus, My after four hundred pages. Goodness. Let's get it going. Yeah.
1: There um I don't even remember what I was gonna say.
0: But yeah, it's, oh, it's it's about them getting to where they were from. Like after after the first book, where the first book ended, it's like some place like beyond the blood forest or whatnot. That it's like a it makes me think of oh like, that's right they're, they're traveling to back to Atlantia.
1: Atlantia. That's like the whole thing is that they're trying to get back to Atlantia, the seat of Castiel's power, where his parents are the king and queen, mm-hmm. and.
0: uh... And then yeah. obviously we're getting a lot of world building because Poppy's asking a whole bunch of questions to our new favorite character, Kieran. Kieran. Kieran is the Castiel's yeah Castiel's
1: second, his right hand man, the kind of the de facto leader <laughs> mm-hmm. of the wolves mm-hmm. that follow them around. So he's a werewolf,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and obviously points Castiel's like kind of a vampire. This I'm still confused.
0: Yeah, he's so like a, he's still, like, an immortal being that also has fangs. Because it's, like, so the, ascended, kind of like the Ascended are vampires, but he's also kind of a vampire. But he's, like, not a bad vampire. He's vegetarian.
1: <laughs> I mean, he still drinks Poppy's blood. From her inner thigh in this book. Oh, yeah, it got weird there. I was like, oh, why is this... <laughs> why is it spicy? <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, I think... I actually distinctly remember messaging you reading this book, and I was like, why was that so Uh, hot? (laughs) (laughs) It was... Probably blushing right now. (laughs) Oh, creepy. It it was. And kinda really loved it. Yeah. Anyways. Um, moving on. But yeah, we Let's never talk about that again.
0: Just like our goals, Anyway, moving on from that. Just like my
1: hopes and dreams, that scene from (laughs) Kingdom of Flesh and Fire, and my aspirations.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Great. Um, but yeah, we get, uh, everybody's just trying to steal Poppy, I feel like that's the whole point of, like, the first, like, 400 pages, is that she's trying to get stolen back by the Ascended, and everybody's, like, not having that. But then we also get the traveling aspect, and then the world-building aspect, again, it's still fucking confusing, because, again, it's, like, a show-not-tell, sorry, it's a tell-not-show, and that's kind of... Yeah, because
1: I see what she was trying to do right. with Poppy asking all the questions and Kieran always chides her for asking a bunch of questions which kind of pisses me off because she's asking the questions because she has no idea what's going in this, going on in this world mm-hmm. in the previous book her entire understanding of the universe has been upended, right? Right. And so she's asking questions because they say things and she's like, oh, well, who are they? And Kieran's like, of course you would ask another question. She doesn't fucking know! Of course she's gonna ask a question! (laughs) She knows nothing! She's like a toddler! Exactly! (laughs) I just spit all over my (laughs) plants! She doesn't know anything and it does get kind of annoying over and over again. It's like can I ask a question? Oh, of course, Poppy wants to ask a question. like yes. I'm saying that about my
0: favorite character. Correct, because he's great. Anyway, <laughs> we we stand here. Why um, is he great? To be honest, I don't know. He's he's Jacob in a different type of He's book.
1: not Jacob. I mean. I mean.
0: <laughs> I'm going to make make, him, make a TikTok for you that says, can I have this? And it's going to be Jacob, and, he's, and God's going to be like, no. I'm going to be like, can I have this? And it's going to be Kieran, and he's like, that is the same person. <laughs> I'm going to do it just for you.
1: <laughs> I am obsessed with this
0: idea. We can make it together, because that would be very funny, like, you showing me the pictures, and I'm like, that is the same person. <laughs> oh my god, literally the second we stop recording, that's what's happening. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hell yeah, but but I mean, he Karen is great because he he is Castile's right hand man, and we get to see like their interactions, and it's it's about the dynamic that all three of them have together. They're like the three musketeers, and it's like really adorable. Oh,
1: are they like the three musketeers? If the three musketeers was sexy, <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's let's discuss this. Let's talk about the elephant in the room that we learn
0: about in this book. I think. Yeah, I think it's this book. It's the called joining. The Joining. Hey! Buddy. Tell tell us what this is. Okay, The Joining is some weird Atlantean tradition thing about making sure that um, if your heir... Sorry, not heir, that's weird. If your life partner is not an Atlantean, Atlanteans are immortal, so this is kind of like the process of, like, getting a, like, spiritual bond and cr- making them mortal and I feel like memories... Is that a memory saying, too? Or am I just making that part up?
1: I think you're thinking of, like, during the process of the blood transference, there's, like, a like a mingling of okay. minds. So I think they have the ability, like, possibly to see each other's memories.
0: Okay. Maybe, Maybe that might be what it is. Maybe. Regardless. Something it's basically like transforming your spouse into an immortal. Well, but. Joining them to a wolven. And a wolven. So that their lives are forever
1: inextricably linked. Yes. It's a way to keep people alive mm-hmm. for longer. hmm They don't explain the science. No. The science, science is not explained. <laughs> <laughs> Which I haven't said if in a real For the first time in forever.
0: So what does that mean in layman's terms? There's so, gonna be a threesome.
1: Yeah. So... <laughs> As we knew from the first one... (laughs) I'm gonna hold my microphone. (laughs) As we knew from the first one, the process of Castile and Poppy, like, doing the exchanging of the blood, it's such an intimate process Mm -hmm. that sometimes, apparently, it makes people really horny. The joining is no exception. Nope. So, we get hinted and dangled the idea that these three characters are all then going to be, like, intimately linked to one another.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: So, there's that. There's so you're waiting that. for that the whole book. Spoiler alert. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen.
0: But, we do get very, very close. Oh, when they're camping in the Garden mm-hmm. of the Gods or whatever. No, before that. This is the one where Castile hasn't, like, drinking blood and he's getting fucking crazy, and then he he's doing this stuff... And like at Poppy's thing, and then she pushes away, and then later that night, Kieran gets up against the wall, Poppy's sandwiched in the middle of them, Castile's going crazy, and you're like, "What is going on right now?" <laughs> I love watching you explain this,
1: <laughs> but now I do remember what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember you texting me about that too, and I was like, "Yes, Ooh. oh,
1: that was very strange."
0: Basically, <laughs> very strange conversation. <laughs>
1: Oh wait, was he? I feel like Kieran was holding Poppy down because she was the one that was going crazy.
0: No, he was going. Didn't so they like change her in some way. Not this one. That was that's at like the next book. Oh. That's Clearly, the next book.
1: it was very memorable.
0: Anyways, <laughs> he like holds them down while they're having sex. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Like, but Kieran's up against the wall, he's holding Poppy, and then Castillo's going crazy, and you're like, how does this work? (laughs) Let me see how I can find it. Uh, don't bother. No, I'm gonna do it. Oh, okay, you can. You can keep talking.
1: While Alyssa's looking for that, I'm just gonna comment on how beautiful her copy of this book is. So, with all the mad smack that we're talking on this book... You have the, were these bookish box? or These are bookish free? box, yeah. Okay, so the bookish box, which is a book <gasps> subscription service that does not sponsor this podcast. Oh my <laughs> god, it's literally <laughs> illustrated. <laughs> I don't remember this! <laughs> the scene we were just talking, there's an illustration of this scene in this book. <laughs> Yikes. What cool. the
0: actual F. I was, I was like, what is that black line in there? Well, now I know. Well, okay, so we didn't make it up.
1: It's there. It happened. Anyways, the bookish box edition of this book is so gorgeous. The art... That's why he's
0: there—is so pretty. Castile is feeding off of Poppy, but Kieran has to make sure that Castile doesn't go fucking bloodlust crazy and helps pull him off, and he's basically there to help Poppy make sure that nothing is gonna go bad. Because Castile needs, like, a certain type of blood or whatever to, like... actually sorry it's not a certain type of blood um like because he can go get blood like like a vampire does like with anybody else but it's kind of an intimate thing and so poppy has to struggle with the idea of having castile go out and do that with other people other women yeah so of course she wants to be like the single source right and so i think understandable that's, that's why castile took so long and didn't Like, he didn't want to, like, go against Poppy's wishes, but he, like, pushed himself to the brink too far, and then now he's gonna have to feed on Poppy. That's what it is.
1: Okay. Alright. right. Mm. Um. But yes. Can- Steamy. I want to know, scientifically, as I do, how much blood a vampire consumes from a person. I don't know. Like on average, like if we take all the vampires in all the books, because mm-hmm. some vampires drain People. their like victims completely, right? Mm-hmm. Other vampires only take a little bit out of a time, out of they take a little bit out of time, and uh, you know, like continually feed from the same source.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But coming from someone who every time they donate blood gets woozy. Like, how much do you, and they only take, like, a pint, maybe a little bit more, of blood when you donate blood, so, like, how much do you
0: think a vampire takes? You know what I mean? Science. Needs <laughs> to be explained.
1: If I had to ask Jennifer Armachal one question about this book, because I have too many <laughs> that I really don't think I'm gonna get a legit answer, I would ask her how much blood in the metric system- does Castile drink from
0: Poppy? Well, it's enough, but uh, at least in this part of it, where she is fucking woozy. Because he took a lot. <gasps>
1: oh, maybe that's why they all end up super horny all the time. It's because they get super lightheaded. Because of the blood loss. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Maybe. Maybe there is a scientific explanation. <laughs> We will now become <laughs> experts in vampirisms and get back to you. We will create the science. This
1: is my new goal of life. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. So we talked about the joining. We talked about Cassiel and Poppy. Uh, Is the carriage scene in this book? Carriage scene is in this book. Carriage yeah. scene is in this book. There's so. a, a... After they go to this little, like, hut or whatever before they get married, right? So, I think
0: they got married. They got married and because they have to be on Atlantean soil, so they do that, but then the Ascended are showing up to get Poppy back again, Mm -hmm. so they can't go all the they can't go back to their true home, so they go into at least like, their surrogate, like, how like their home away from home, basically. and someone dimes them out. Someone dimes them out. Right. But we don't know that yet, technically. I think that's explained in the beginning of the third book.
1: Oh. Anyways. Someone dimes them out. Someone dimes them out. So Duchess Tierman, Bitch. who, as we know, still alive, was 50% of the Tierman couple that was running the Rise, or the castle that Poppy lived in pretty much her entire life, mm-hmm. uh, comes to get Poppy, and a huge battle ensues, because obviously Castiel's not going to let her go, mm-hmm. and there's this big battle and the good guys emerge victorious the wolven and castile and poppy
0: they win which is so there's two things with that which are pretty cool one obviously the carriage scene but two the the way we kind of get a little glimpse into knowing that like we already talked about in the first book that poppy's like not like the other girls and she's got a little bit of powers and stuff in this book, she kind of gets to explore some more of that, and some of that's obviously super un- unwilling because she doesn't really know. And she's grappling with the fact that she might be something um, that she used to fear. But during the battle, all of the woven come to her.
1: Oh, that's right. And like they, they can have tell off. They can tell when she, like, calls to them. Uh-huh. Or needs them.
0: And it's just a little bit of a hint, and it's not talked about again. It's like, they say, and the wolf's ears perked up, and they howled and started moving towards Poppy. And then that's it. And the, then the battle was, like, over. Because she also, like... Like, force fielded or something? I don't know. I feel like she had another sort of power and, like, pushed people away yeah, from her. Yeah,
1: I don't think her magic is well explained.
0: She's kind like of like all. Clearly,
1: she's got something going on in the blood, but at this point in time, we don't know what it is. Right. But, yeah, the whole woven thing is interesting because there's this little little tidbit of information, and it's like, wait a second, but aren't the woven, like, sworn to protect the Atlanteans? Poppy's not an Atlantean. What the fuck is that? Mm
0: hmm. What's going on? Yeah. Or they kind of push it off because Castile and her are married. And so, uh, they think, like, somehow, like, that helped. Also, when they got married, I was like, that was a really cute scene. It was a cute little, like, hand-fasting ceremony. Very pagan. Much love. Yes. And then Nyktos, apparently, you know, like, the supreme god of, like, this world, like... Less than Like, he turned the sky black and that's never been done before. Last time there was, like, when Castiel's dad got married, there was, like, a streak of lightning, but Nikto's turned the the sky black. Because whenever I think of
1: good omens on a wedding day, I think
0: that's the one I want. It always (laughs) involves
1: a black sky and lightning. It's super dark right now. And trees popping up in random places. Yeah, super dead. (laughs) Those are, those all sound like really great omens to me.
0: Much success. Yes. <laughs> Besides that, it was a very cute ceremony. But you want to talk about the carriage scene?
1: Right. So, back to the carriage scene. They do this battle. They fight. Yay, yay, yay. It's during the battle. Well, it's pretty much... It's after they kill Duchess Tierman. Correct. So she dies. Good. We hate her. She sucks.
0: hmm Love that journey
1: for her in the underworld. Right. Love the part of her journey where it's over. <laughs> And Castile and Poppy decide that this is a perfect time to get busy in the carriage over her dead body. Someone make it make sense.
0: <laughs> I was hella confused. Help me.
1: Like, send help. I don't understand <laughs> any of this. At this point, it's getting a little crazy. It's like, guys, guys. Jesus. Did you really think, one, that no one would notice, (laughs) two, that this was at all appropriate? Because I get that she was ascended, I get that she was a bad guy, she's a bad vampire. And yeah, I get that she was, you know, willing to kill women and children and a bunch of innocent people. But still. I mean, did she deserve that? In death? I mean, talk about desecration. (laughs) Like... Is that what you want when you die? <laughs> to see the carrot rocking, don't come. <laughs> oh my god!
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Fucking I think it's stupid. about time for our customary.
1: This is where we end the podcast forever and never touch <laughs> each other ever again. Oh, yeah.
0: So that. I happens. just don't understand, like, like why? Exactly, like why? There was no need for that. Your book is so pretty. Thank you. Stenciled edges. Pretty fun edges. Pretty artwork.
1: Does Boz Orthwick do that... Is that monoline? The person that's done the art? Yes, on the top. Yes. Oh my god. Actually, this is the prettiest book out of the set. Yeah? I think I like the art the best. There's, like, bronze foiling on it and everything. It's pretty fancy. Ugh. Say, oh. It's like disgusting, it's so funny. <laughs> And also it's disgusting.
0: Yeah, I don't know why that happened at all. There was the a book of the carriage. It. The carriage. Anyway, yeah.
1: Oh, like but also on the notes of the joining part, they as the the party is like traveling to Atlania, They all like Sleep really close together, Castile, oh. Kieran, and Poppy.
0: Yeah, that was in the, and the, she like the wakes up
1: at some point, and they're literally both like sandwiching her, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Huh, <laughs> this is something. <laughs> mm. <laughs> this is a thing now that my life consists of." And then there's like some gods calling to her or yeah, something. This and they is almost when, make her jump off of a cliff.
0: Yes. This was when they were getting from after that battle was won, they were like, Hey, we need to go see like my mom and dad, Castile's mom and dad, or whatever. So like they travel to Atlantea and you have to do that through this mountain and this mountain has fog that has uh obviously like the gods use the fog to like creep in and like steal over your mind and like make you see things that weren't there and such. Mm. And so yes, they're camping. Bad idea, whatever. Poppy almost dies. But then, isn't somebody, like, talk to her, right? And tell her, like, no? Does she, like, get a vision of one, like, one of the lady gods or something?
1: Yeah, so one of the lady gods, um... Is trying to tell her something? But it's Castile that, I think, grabs her before she goes over the edge.
0: Oh. Weird. Don't tell me open, right? I please. literally did. Hell yeah. Um, you like this book. Admit it. I like the last 100 pages. <laughs> that's good. Oh, I'm totally Because that's kidding. when the I'm plot totally got
1: kidding. good. I, why was there so much of this book that wasn't plot?
0: I don't know. Because there were actually things happening. Yeah, like, the so... actual plot is good, but all that fluff in the middle was stupid as fuck. Just, no. Kind of annoying. The book could have been 300 pages of awesomeness. Instead, they made it, like, a six, seven hundred book full of good shit, oh, holy crap, this is awesome. Um, yeah, it's it's still the mist, but they're showing her, like, they're using her mother and father as, like, ways to get Poppy closer to the edge in Castile. Um, sorry, uh, look, sh- this mist thickened around her, and specks of gold blinked in and out from within. No far, no farther. The voice whispered, "What you seek is not to be found here." And then, uh, tumbling waves of hair, the color of fire twined together. Face blurred, the co- the eyes of the eyes of the color of molten silver burned through the mist through me. Go home. Take what is yours. You will find what you seek there. The truth. Go home.
1: Oh, that's right. Because the forest is like trendy. enchanted to keep people out of Atlantia. Right. So, regard like regardless of who you are, it. Like, tries to make you go crazy. hmm So it was the... It wasn't the gods that were trying to make her go over the edge. That's right. The it gods the are the mist. ones that were like,
0: no. Stop. Your parents aren't real, Harry. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. Go home. Go home to Hogwarts and figure out what you really are. Which There's is basically no the end of this book. Yeah. The end of this book was fucking though. Yeah.
1: Basically, <gasps> correct me if I'm wrong, they make it to Atlantia. huh And Poppy... Castile's like, I have to go talk to my parents. Like, basically prepare them for... You uh-huh. and Poppy's like, okay. And one of the woven is like her little escort, mm-hmm. the little Seth Clearwater character basically is like her escort. And she goes up to this temple or she something, she's led away
0: by the by like another woven to this place,
1: yeah. And then people start gathering around her. And stoning her to death? Yeah,
0: stoning her, throwing shit at her.
1: And she's like, no, please, stop, don't do this. And they're like, shut up, bitch. And she's like, what did you say? And then, like, some kind of crazy light emits from her, and she
0: disintegrates all the people. Yes. Blood, like, blood, like, blood starts raining, basically. Because she vaporized, and all the blood's coming down now. And then, because they hit her, and part of her blood... Hits the, hits the uh, yeah. The so, thing I mean, and then the, another themselves. blood tree comes back up. Classic, classic blood tree thing. Exactly. Uh, play stupid
1: games, win super prizes. Uh huh. And
0: then all the <laughs> wolves, all the wolves <laughs> come out of nowhere. Kills
1: all of them. Yeah. And then the king and queen are there, and Castile is there, and everyone's like, "What the fuck is happening?" And the wolfen are protecting her, Poppy. not the king and queen. And yes. So everyone's oh my like, god, you gave me chills. <laughs> <laughs> And then the book ends. And that's it. you're like, wait, something's happening, and then it's over, and you're like, wait a second. And then you have to wait a year mm-hmm. for the next one. Yep.
0: That's how the book ends, is everybody in that moment finding out that the Wolven are protecting Poppy and growling at Castillo for approaching, and you're like, oh, fuck.
1: Who's the queen now, bitch? Cut to black. <laughs> if I was making a Gang movie adaptation,
0: bitch. that's how I would end that, that, that second movie, is mm-hmm. who's the queen now, bitch? Cut to black. Beautiful score. So. Chug chug. Yeah, so just when we finally got to the interesting part, it's over.
1: Yeah. Overall, I think I also gave this book a two. Yeah? Because I liked where we were going with the plot.
0: Yes, the plot is engaging.
1: I could have lived without all the things we've talked about. Mm Mm-hmm. But... I was intrigued to read the next one, yeah. which is a huge thing for me. It's like, do I care what happens to these characters in the future? Eh, kind of. Because I have so many questions about it. Mm-hmm. So that's one way to go about it. That is a tactic.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I thought the third one was the best one. So far. I agree. It had not plot. It has substance. They were communicating to each other. Yeah, the third one definitely took a
1: huge left turn <laughs> into from this book. Correctness. <laughs> and we'll get into it
0: in a couple of episodes.
1: <clears throat>
0: <laughs> but yeah, this this book could have been three hundred pages full of non stop action packed smut. And it would have been great. <clears throat> I mean, action packed and also smart. Not action packed, smart. That's weird. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> you said what you said. I <laughs> said, but I meant to stand by it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Overall, not one of my favorite books. I finished it, so that also says a lot. Cause I'm really big into not finishing books right now. Mm-hmm. If I don't like it, I'll give any book a hundred pages. That's nice. But if I'm like, come on, after a hundred pages, honestly, life is just too short. That's nice. I wish I had your other copy, because I tabbed the shit out of this book. Yeah. I really only borrow Alyssa's books, and sometimes I buy my own.
0: My mom has them right now. She is. She is reading <laughs> <Yeah>. them. <laughs> please, please recount to us the saga of your
1: mom getting to the Fumble and Mash series.
0: Um, I sent her the ACOTAR series because I just wanted her to really experience the shift between A Court of thorns and Roses and A Court of Mist and Fury. I really wanted that. I couldn't care less about the other books, but... Uh, and I said, and I was gonna go visit her to go surprise my brother for for uh, Parents Weekend. And I said, hey, you need to read Akatar at least, and the me in Mist and Fury by the time I get there. And that was like on a Saturday or a Sunday that I told her that. This woman powered through Akatar, Akamath, Akawar, and part of Akafas before I got there on Thursday. She a runner. She a track star. <laughs> she on X Games mode.
1: <laughs> she is the moment.
0: <laughs> she's, she's the go. That's where I learned my speed reading, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so I knew that she had finished uh, at least the first three and it was in the Frosted Starlet Starlight book, and then she goes is there another one? I said, yeah, but it's it's a big change. It's a lot different writing style. She's like, well, can you bring it anyway? I said, okay, so my mom is now reading A Court of Silver Flames. So that'll be exciting for me to not talk to her ever about in my life. <laughs> no, I think you guys should really get into it. <laughs> but then I think
1: that would be healthy. <laughs> to talk about, you know, all the healthy relationships yeah. that are shown <laughs> in Silver Flames. <laughs> you know, like... Telling your significant other that everyone hates them, or not telling your significant other that their- your baby could kill them, or, you know,
0: healthy stuff. Good things. Right. Real good things. Good trust builders. (laughs) Foundational relationship things. Love it. But I knew I was gonna get back the first four- from my mom, so I was like, I'll bring her another series, whatever, maybe she'll like it, and so I brought her the paperback copies of From Blood and Ash, my mom has those too, so she's got some big chunky ones to go through
1: now. Nice.
0: (laughs) Yep. We'll see what Mama Ford has to say about any of this. Yeah, I'm
1: interested to see what other people have to say about these books, because I know they're incredibly popular, I just don't know why other people like them. I don't mean that to sound as dickish as that came out saying I'm realizing (laughs) I don't mean that to be like why do people even read these books like that's not what I mean (laughs) I want to know why people like them is it just for the beginning and the end do people legitimately enjoy the entire thing like I don't know I don't know I want to know
0: I want to know can Can you show me I want to know about these strangers like me Mm. sing it sing it Phil is the man. But, I don't know, because, I mean, after talking about From Blood and Ash, I know I forgave a lot of the stuff in there because I was really excited. I had never read something like this before in a long time. This was, like, really, like, the second series of fantasy that got us, got us to where we are now, for at least for me, anyway. Um, but reading that second one, I was excited because it started off good, like we talked about, but... I'm just not into that pretending stuff and I don't know if that's just because of my past experiences and I'm like just just say what you feel, be who you wanna be with. Like it shouldn't like just stop and they
1: like Yeah. Meh. Why are they wasting so much energy? When everyone like they're getting married, why are they put why are they putting up this front with each other that like oh well, we can only be in a fake relationship. We can't be in a real relationship. You're already in a real relationship.
0: You were before he supposedly wrecked your world and, and like, lied to you. I guess the lying I mean, is is pretty huge. Yeah, he did. That's the But line. I feel like it was, like... I don't know, I feel like it was a really big overreaction, but then again, maybe it wasn't for her, because she had never experienced something like that before, so that's the only way she knows how. Now that I'm saying it out loud, that makes a little more and more sense.
1: I definitely don't think she overreacted by, like, yeah. hating him. Yeah? He... Gaslit, gatekeeped girl boss the entire first book. <laughs> I mean, he did, and I think it's very fair to hate him. But the thing is, she never did. Right. She kept telling herself, like, "Oh, how can I like this person? How can I like th- you know? How can I have these feelings for this person when they did these things to me?" The fact is, he still did them, and she still loved him even after it. There was never a point in time where she actually didn't like him. She was only. Th- you know, saying those things to herself, oh, I don't like him, but everything
0: she was doing is telling us otherwise. Maybe that's why I think it might have been, like, an overreaction, because I'm like, I don't, I didn't never get that feeling from her that she actually hated him. She didn't. Never, not once. Like, the beginning of the second book was supposedly her giving him the cold shoulder, which she never really did. I'm pretty sure they, they do stuff within, like, the first whatever. What kind of stuff? Smexy stuff.
1: You remind me, now that I've just started watching New Girl, of Jess. Oh god. (laughs) Where Nick is like, how can you be the more mature one if you can't even say penis? (laughs) And so she's like singing it. He's like, that doesn't count! (laughs) I just enjoyed making you uncomfortable, so I'm sorry. You know what? I have
0: somehow embraced it, and here I am. I took a really, this was a real journey for me this year. Yeah. From reading Silver Flames and going like, oh my god, I'm never gonna read Smut ever again to literally actively listening to Smut to and from work. <laughs> and making a TikTok about it. Uh, yep. Sorry. God, Kyle Kyle found the TikTok. And he's like Oh <laughs> I'm like, no, Kyle, don't look at me. <laughs> he's probably gonna listen to that. Sorry, Kyle. Oh, read. I'm, a fool. I'm sure
1: he'll be fine. <laughs> you know what? In fact, he'll appreciate you giving him a shout out. And if he doesn't, I'll beat the shit out of him. Yeah,
0: yeah, you heard it here, cough <laughs> <laughs> Just I guess, kidding, you're the greatest. What person. if I get
1: called into like <laughs> our version of HR and they're like, So is it true that you threatened a coworker <laughs> on a social media platform? No, no, I did not. Don't know who, what you're talking about. And they're like, I didn't say a last name for once, so we're fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, no, we, uh, we're uh, we pretty sure you threatened somebody. No, no, I didn't prove it. I
0: didn't hear anything. That wasn't me. You're not Sarah. Who are you? Ooh. Ooh. Is an
1: owl here? <laughs> Anyways, <sighs> I think that's the majority of my thoughts on this Yeah.
0: Book. Yeah, oh, we didn't talk about the one thing. <laughs> what one thing? <laughs> so, Castile has, like, this little place that, uh, in this town that they are they got married in, that he likes. I guess, like, the whole sub-point for uh, one of the, uh, part of this book is that Castile had a previous lover, and we find out that he actually had to kill her.
1: Oh my uh, cause god. Because she turned
0: crazy. She got cravened, I think, right? She turned something like that, whatever. Did he, she? Something like that. like, Shay. Shay. Yeah, and he had to kill her. I only know that because in Game of Thrones, Ah, Shay Shay. is the
1: exact same
0: character. So don't name your character Shay if she's going to live, because Shays end up dying.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, even, like, the character arc is the same thing, where they betray for Mm
0: -hmm. whatever reason yeah maybe that's what it was like the brother and then she i don't know whatever he ended up killing her honestly but it's not ever even important not really but the thing is that he's grown up around like this town i can't remember what it's called but um doesn't matter it doesn't matter uh he's got this like secret cave that he hangs out in and there's like a hot springs in there
1: oh see i intentionally was like oh we're gonna get by without talking about the cave
0: I only want to bring it up only because I want to say on record that that doesn't sound very hot to me. They have sex in this cave, in this hot springs. And he, yeah, in the water. in the water. But he pushes her like, up against a rock. Hello, UTI, yeast infection. Yeah, think about... That that's, not, that's not sexy. That doesn't happen in this world because the men take the birth control here, so... What's a UTI? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm trying to process... <laughs> <laughs> the logic of what you just said: <laughs> women don't take birth control, therefore they can't
0: get UTI. It made sense in my head of like, oh yeah, like <laughs> they don't have to worry about any of this <laughs> stuff.
1: <laughs> well, no, you're right. Okay, conceptually, you're right because <laughs>
0: <laughs> the way I said it did not really help my case at all.
1: <laughs> in and this is not the only book, by far, that is guilty of this, but in a lot of these fantasy-type... Well, really, any type book.
0: They're wearing leather leggings. Are, no like, underwear. are you kidding me? No, no, no underwear. underwear. No, no underwear or no real... Or they're wearing, like, hide underwear. And you're like... Leather, fur, underwear. That sounds fucking
1: awful. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Ice Planet Barbarians. For real. Like, that's that's just infection city mm-hmm. I'm sorry but it is that's a very unsexy way to look at the world
0: give me cotton panties any day Jesus Christ but it's
1: gotta be breathable 100% cotton I'm sorry but you heard it here first yes or else you're just not having a good time
0: but apparently fantasy yeah. world you can do whatever you want and again like I say again, have sex has-
1: in a cave in some gross ass water probably gross yeah on a mossy rock which sounds to be
0: totally fine fucking awful Like, they describe that, like, she's being, like, cut up by this rock. And I'm like, why are we still having sex here? Can we fucking not? Can we also not do it on every surface? fucking
1: not. (laughs) They literally not fucking fucking not (laughs) us.
0: You are so right. I'm just right. I just want to bring it up just so I can say it that that was stupid. (laughs) And it sounded awful. And this is also still in the part of the book where they're like, pretend. We're
1: going to pretend. Tend to fuck. Exactly.
0: But, but also.
1: We're, but we're actually gonna do it. It's almost like... It's weird. It's almost like they're daring each other. Yeah. Like, well, I'll do it. Yeah. I, I just, swear, I'll do it if you'll do it. And then the next thing you know... They're doing They're having it. sex and it's like, oh. Well, that went a little far, don't you think?
0: <laughs> like... <laughs> Just confusing. What the actual fuck was this book? Yes, so I completely agree with your assessment of the cave scene. This is,
1: wildly, (laughs) this is a book that we agree 100% on. Mm -hmm. That hardly ever happens.
0: I think it happens more than we think. Oh. I don't know, maybe just not on podcast books. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Well, yeah, that makes more sense. I don't know. But, yeah, I think this was... I sell more episodes for contrarian.
1: Oh, okay. JK, I don't sell any episodes. <laughs> I make no money on this. You made
0: $9.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> we're fucking rich. <laughs> Consider me this my two weeks notice, bitch. <laughs> I made $9 off doing a podcast for almost a year.
0: Yeah, buddy.
1: Yeah, is that before or after they take the taxes out?
0: Of it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we made enough for them to take taxes. Out of it. Gang, gang, bitch, <laughs> we rich over here. Yeah. Um. Also, I'd like to put this out there in the world that we do not actually have a merch line. We just buy stuff with our logos on it from companies that will make custom things. This was also geared towards Kyle. He goes. I couldn't find the link on your website. I said oh, I man. heard a <laughs> rumor
1: that you were gonna get him a hat.
0: I did. I did say I would get him a hat, and that he—I mean—he would pay me for oh, the Of hat, course, of course, of course. But I would put in the order for a hat.
1: We have everything but the book hats. They are amazing. Mine's mine's across the hall. Mine's in chair. You know what? We're gonna put a picture of them on the Instagram. Yeah,
0: we're gonna do twenty. They're twinsies. fucking sick. We
1: have hats. Our manager has a hat. Yeah, she does. And now some of our fans love hats. And can I just say, I think that's the best thing ever. Thank you so much, everybody, for thinking our hats are cool.
0: Yes. They're very comfy.
1: Keep my ears warm, And they're very stylish. They're super- hella stylish, might I even say. Thank you. Alright. Any last parting shots on this book? Anything else? that you want people to know,
0: you feel about this book? Not really. I mean, I know I talk a lot of shit about this book in particular, but I did, like, the third one the best, the second one, sorry, the second one the least, and the first one was, like, my second placer.
1: Well, see, we talk a lot of shit on the book, but we were so intrigued by the story by the end of it Mm -hmm. that, okay, there's something going on here. Truly something... That keeps people interested.
0: Yeah, the the underlying actual plot of it was super cool, and I liked that we got introduced to a lot of different elements that will come into the third book and like kind of connect more pieces. But ah, uh, yeah, just overall not a not a pleasing pleasing effort. All right, smash or pass, Castiel. Smash, Poppy, pass,
1: Kieran. Probably Smash. Valetta. Smash. Duchess Cheerman. Oh, no, pass. <laughs> the King and Queen of Atlantia. Pass. I'm trying- I literally don't remember any of the other characters' names from this Um, book. what is What's that? the
0: Seth Clearwater character's name? Never Delano. mind, he's a
1: literal child, so... Delano. He's not on the list. If he- When he grows up, Smash. <laughs> That's very Charlotte LaBeouf of you from- Princess and the Frog. (laughs) Well, I've waited this long. I've waited this long. (laughs) I'm six and a half. (laughs) Looking back, is that line
0: fucked up to anyone else?
1: (laughs) Well, I've waited this long. How fucking messed up is that? Oofed. Bad move. A bunch of old men at Disney thought that was funny. I mean, now we're the kids. And now we're laughing at it, so I guess we are the problem.
0: Uh, uh, okay, what about you, Castile? Uh, it's gonna be Smash. Okay, Poppy. Smash. Oh my god, uh, Kieran. Smash. I was like, if you say pass, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> um, Vanetta. Oh, Smash. Uh, Tierman. Duchess.
1: Ooh, I'm gonna
0: say Smash. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Okay. She's got that
1: cold exterior. She. I imagine her to look like Camilla from Castlevania. Oh. That's what she is in my head. Okay. So, Smash.
0: Okay.
1: She's psycho, though. She's psycho, though.
0: Just love that. (laughs) King and Queen.
1: Mm, Probably pass. Yeah. Because they're kind of...
0: Not into them. They seem very... mm.
1: Boring! (laughs) Pass. (laughs) Uh,
0: Was that everybody Basically. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. (laughs) 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 There are six characters in this entire
1: series. (laughs) This is what we do every day in our actual real lives. This is true. Is we watch a movie. The TV show. And anything. And we're like, smash or pass.
0: Uh, what did I say yesterday? Oh, smash Legree from The Last oh, Duel. Oh, yeah, we went to the movies to see The Last Duel yesterday. Pass on Matt... Carouge. Yeah, fuck Matt. Dan. Jean de Carouge. Mm-hmm. Pass on fucking Ben Affleck. Mm-mm. <laughs> Not that blonde Ben West Affleck 18. as Count Pierre de d'Alecon. <laughs> smash Marguerite.
1: Mm-hmm. You know Jodie Foster as Marguerite. Mm-hmm. Did Tuberville <laughs> I'm working on my French. <laughs> I that is one of the like the five places I want to go before I die is Normandy. Yeah, like the northern French coast. One wine, two Normandy, three World chateaus. Well, yeah, yeah. There's also the World War Two history aspect of it, which I think would be super, super cool. And my husband would really love that. Also Saving Private Ryan, I'm just kidding. But there's also, um, there's this uh, church, Mont Saint-Michel, in the Normandy area that's like on this island in France. You can only get there during low tide because like the bridge gets covered over during high tide. And I'll have to show you pictures of it, dude. It's so picturesque. It is like a fairy tale castle on top of this island. That you can only get there certain times. Like, it is so cool. Oh, wow. France looks like such a cool place to go. I'm not as interested in going to Paris, if I'm dead honest with you. Yeah. The idea of Paris with how big it is scares me. Really? And also the idea that there's a widely held belief that Parisians hate Americans. Mm -hmm. So that gives me a lot of anxiety. (laughs) And there's pickpockets everywhere. This is what the internet tells me. I don't know if this is true. I've never been to France. So...
0: Anyways, that had nothing to do with anything, but now you all know that about me. I think I'd like to go but not to like to the Eiffel Tower or anything. I think I'd like I like the picturesque Paris or whatever. Like have you seen me before you? No. Okay. Um have you seen Ratatouille. <laughs> oh fucking
1: course I've seen Ratatouille, you kidding me? I can't believe you would even disgrace me with such a question. Of course I have seen the Pixar masterpiece, Ratatouille.
0: Also the Aristocats. I would like to go through, like, the streets of Paris. Of course I've seen the Aristocats. And get myself a biggie. (laughs) That's probably why they made it. O'Malley. Uh,
1: O'Malley, the alley cat. Wait. Thomas O'Malley was pretty well accepted in, in France.
0: He was an American. Yeah. Only thing think about the movie nowadays, and how they took a bunch of stuff out because it was very stereotypically racist.
1: Yeah. we well, know that part, anyway. That. That. <laughs> anyway, have some cats. I, I have cats. Okay. Well, this took quite a long <laughs> time. Um, anyways, I think we're going to end our discussion here. Okay. If you liked this format of the episode, I mean,
0: we couldn't fully escape the recap. We just love a recap. We do love a recap, even though that one was hella long. I'll do my best for the next one because I actually care about the next one.
1: Yeah. So, you know, we'll work out the kinks. But let us know if you preferred this discussion-based episode as opposed to our recap-based one. Um, yeah. Follow us on Instagram at everything but the book pod, TikTok everything but the book pod. And bookpod dot com
0: is our website on which that has been hella outdated. My bad. Yeah, I'll I haven't updated
1: that. my TBR on there oh, since Six of be. Crows. You know
0: what? Maybe instead of like having like the TBR, I'll just put like links to our Goodreads on there so you can oh, do that. Yes. Because okay. Because otherwise, it gives too much to like to do. Every we will put time.
1: links to our Goodreads. On there, so you guys can be our friends on Goodreads. And also, just to kind of get involved in the community. But I swear to God, if any of you enters the giveaway for Holly Black's The Book of Night, and I don't get it because someone else I know does, I will burn your fucking house to the ground.
0: You heard it here, folks. Another arson threat. That brings our total up to five. (laughs) I have a problem. (laughs) Maybe that's what we should do, arson count. (laughs)
1: That's what I'm gonna put on the blackboard. <laughs> yeah, I did actually just erase our, like, episodes listing, uh, chalkboard, because yeah. we have to make a new one. We do.
0: We should do that.
1: Let's do it. Okay. Alright, we're gonna go do that.
0: Okay. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.